Blog Talk Radio. My name is Yvonne, the Motivator Man, and you're listening to Let's Talk About It on the Hilltop Radio Show. This is the show that gives you the hot topics in a cool way. From 8 p.m. to 10 p.m., knocking the hump out of your Wednesday with classic R&B, along with a whole lot of motivation to send you smooth into the weekend. Good guests, great talk. Please call in at 516-453-9110. Ask questions, make statements, or just chat. Make sure you watch your mouth and your comments. Because me and DJ Sean, we talk back. Yes, sir, we talk back. Hello, everybody. It is Yvonne, the Motivator Man. You are checking out Let's Talk About It, and that's exactly what we're going to do tonight. We're going to talk about it. Hope all of you are having a great hump day. And DJ Sean, how you doing? I'm doing. doing It's the first time you used on a Wednesday hump day. I'm just just making sure you're aware of that. Yes. Yes, it, it it is that hump day. It's like it's downhill all the way starting tomorrow, but today we at the top of that hump, a little sluggish. Oh my God, I had to pull it together today, but thank God we are here. I'm excited. I got a guest coming on tonight. Her name is Robin West, and uh, I had not heard of Robin West until DJ Sean introduced us via telephone. And when I, um, you know, did some research, you know, you go to Google, you find everybody. I was like, okay, sis, uh, come on through. So I can't wait for her to call in, ask all those juicy questions about, you know, uh, being a songwriter and a singer and a producer and all the stuff that she does. But before we get to that, I want to get to this. This is the last Wednesday in Women's History Month. I hope um, all of my ladies out there, my blooming blossoms, my determined women of destiny, and my biz chicks, and if you're not a part of one of them, go to Facebook and join one of my groups. I hope you did something spectacular, and if you didn't, you still have time to. You can always trot right on over to YouTube, go to my YouTube channel, Determined Women of Destiny, and check out my show. It's amazing women doing amazing things, and these women are making history right now in real time. So uh, you guys going over there, check those ladies out. Uh, but more than anything else, it is really a great time to do a sister check. Uh, you know, they gave us a month of March to celebrate, so let's just do that. Call your sister chick. Just say, how you doing, girl? It doesn't have to be a long conversation, uh, but it could just be something to let her know that you're thinking about her. I got a text today from uh, one of my sisters at church, and she said, hey, I'm thinking about you and praying for you today. I'm like, oh, wow. 
you know, that was like really cool. So do a sister check, ladies, uh, before the month is out. Plan some girl night out events. You know, if you drive and don't drink, you know, we know weed is legal, but it doesn't mean it's prudent. Uh, you know, but uh, go on out, hang out with your girls, get some manis and some petties. Um, and if you're stationary, have some mimosas. You know, go to the movies, ladies. You know, go to somebody's house and play some cards. Um, do some hair, something. Just do some really cool girl stuff to celebrate Women's History Month. I heard uh, DJ Sean giggle back there when I said, hey, you know, weed is legal, but it's not prudent. <laughs> you know, hey, I'm not passing judgment. I- I'm really not. I just made it. I just made the statement, but no, seriously, ladies, have yourself a good time. And if I can't, you can't do it before the month is out, that's all right. Just snatch next month. Who going to tell you no? Who going who gonna to check you, boo? You remember that, DJ Sean? Yeah, I remember that. From the real house. Who going to check me, boo? So who going to check y'all, boo? Um, you know, just grab to the month. And then let it flow right on into April. It's okay. But we have to, we have to, you'll hear him over there giggling, right? Um, we have to celebrate us. And we have to realize that the more we celebrate each other, the less we'll be stabbing each other in the back. Because it's time for us to help our sister straighten her crown instead of throwing mud on it. Uh, instead of talking behind her back stand behind her back so all of those blades that's coming won't hit her. It's time for us to protect us and stop letting the world rip us apart and make us enemies because we just allow that. It's not, oh, it's a girl thing. It's not a girl thing. That's just a horrible thing. You know, instead of talking about your sister, raise your sister up. You know. Um, if you think that she ain't doing good with her kids, well, then ask her to let you babysit on the weekend. Maybe she need a rest. When you see her, she's all tuck it out. You know what I'm saying? If you feel her weed, like my daughter would say, look like a kitchen weed, like somebody did it in their kitchen, then you know what? Say to her, listen, I, I don't know if you're interested, but, you know, this is my girl who does my hair. Maybe you want to uh, check her out. I'm going to do a shameless plug right here. Uh, my cousin Brittany Brewster, the Barbie Boutique, and you can find her on Facebook. She got the best lace fronts and the frontals that you could ever, ever want. Check her out. She got she got some hair for you. So, you know, you can tell your friend, well, I heard about someone who got some really nice premium hair. Um, you know, do you, do you want to do that instead of talking about, you know, her weave? You feel your sister ain't dressing well. Then help her out. Take her shopping with you. Say, hey, this will look really good on you. Maybe she doesn't know what will fit her well, you know. Maybe she doesn't know what colors look best. You can help her out instead of talking about her, you know. You know, help her. Help her. Give her give her some, some clues. Like, if her makeup is absolutely crazy, um, you know, take her with you to the makeup counter and say, hey, this color would really look, really look good on you. Maybe you need to take that purple and that green and that black off your eye and just do a nice, soft, you know, frost. 
You know, instead of your lashes all the way up to the ceiling, maybe you could just do the thick ones. It will make your eye look better. You know, if the eyeliner, you know, you're using is going to run, then maybe you don't want to use the runny eyeliner. There's so many things you could do just to help you, you know, just help a sister out. Instead of sitting down for another sister and talking about her, help her out. You know, help her. We all want suggestions. We may not come to you and say, hey, can I have one? But we all want suggestions. And give it. But remember, you have to give it in love. If you don't give it in love, it's going to be taken the wrong way. And instead of helping her, you have just made an enemy. So remember, whatever you do, do it in love. You know, do it from, do it from your heart that you know that another woman knows how you feel. And for all you brothers out there, um, you can bring home flowers. It doesn't have to be Friday. You can bring home flowers tonight or tomorrow or, you know, how about the rest of the week until Sunday? And if, you know, you ain't been doing nothing, she ain't, <laughs> she, she's not going to be like, why are you doing this, you know? She'll just be like, wow, this is really nice. You're celebrating me for Women's Month. You know, uh, I really feel women don't get celebrated enough. And for you brothers, I, I don't think y'all get celebrated enough either. So we need to start celebrating each other. And this way, um, that void of lack of acknowledgement will be filled. You know, can can we can we just make a pact that we're gonna celebrate each other? That that would be good. That'll be a good thing. What you think, DJ Sean? We should start celebrating each other, shouldn't we? Yeah, every day. But you know, be, it doesn't have to be a birthday, anniversary, Valentine's Day, Christmas, Thanksgiving, Easter, New Year's. It should be every day. All right? Can I can I just can I just get some flowers? Can I can I just? But if you've been messing up and you come home with flowers, you tell it on yourself. And that, Yvonne the Motivated Man cannot help you with. You in trouble all by yourself. Don't use me as, well, I heard you on the radio. Mm-mm. You're trying to cover something up. Don't use me to do that. But, yeah, let's, uh, let's celebrate. Let's get some music going. What woman are we going to listen to, uh, DJ Sean? Say again. Who we got on the ones and the twos? We don't even have ones and twos. Oh, well, right, right, right now, since we got you know Robin West uh, with us tonight, we're gonna um, we're gonna uh, play one of her songs and then um, she'll be ready. Thank you. So everybody can hear Robin West because I checked out. I think it was Bump Your Head. I was hollering. <laughs> I was. I was hot, and she had on she had on this beautiful silver outfit. If you haven't seen a picture of, you got to Google her. She's absolutely gorgeous. But she sat on his lap, and I lost it. I lost <laughs> it. So play her play her record, so we can get to this interview because I know we're gonna have a good time tonight. All right. Mm-hmm. Robin West music. Uh, you mind if I bump my head? I 
good introduction <laughs> to Robin Smith. I didn't know you were going to play the song that I had listened to. Uh, you know, I think she needs to add comedian to her list of things she does. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce to all of you my guest tonight, the illustrious, beautiful, funny, and talented Robin West. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hello, How's Robin. everybody doing? How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. Yes, definitely add comedian. And, uh, yes, put that on there. <laughs> When I heard that song, I'm telling you, sis, I was hollering. I said, she said she going to allow him to bump his head. And then, Yeah, you know, I've come, I've come kind of like an expert bumping my head, you know, so I figured I would, you know, spread the word. <laughs> so many then, different ways you can and bump your the, head. At the end of the song, you said, your hands are in my pants. They don't belong there unless you're going to be my man. I said, I'm That's done. Right. I'm done. I'm done. But this music is full of the blues and just that, to me, it's just that rich, down-home, southern, brown liquor, hard-fried poke chop, sophisticated juke joint. You know what I mean? The sophisticated one where they have the nice tables. You know, they got waitresses that really got nice weaves. You know, the night, the, not the big house, not the juke joint where they flush the toilet, you got to run out the place, but the <laughs> nice one. The nice one. You can tell, uh, you know, I'm from the South, so you know I know. Yeah, that that nice juke joint where they don't, they don't mind, you know, you singing and they got tables around you in the middle of the floor type thing. <laughs> That's right. So, so tell us, how did you get started in the music biz? Well, I, I go a long way back. You remember that song? Uh-huh. But, um, as a child, um, I guess it was, some people would say gifted, talented. Uh, I don't know. But anyway, I know that at three years old, my grandmother took me to see James Brown. He came to my little small town with a little one stoplight called Wanaco, <laughs> North Carolina. Wow. And uh, so he came to the high school there, and so my grandmother took me. That's back in the day, you know, James Brown toured everywhere, high schools, school gyms. So he was at the gym, and so it was big. So everybody from all around the surrounding communities, they all came. And, you know, I was three years old, but I can remember this because it, it was so impressionable on my young life. So that's when I first fell in love with music. So I was that little girl out in the audience, and I guess I was, you know, overanimated. And uh, he looked out in the audience, and he told my grandmother, he said, bring that little girl up here on the stage with me. Mm. <laughs> and that's what happened. And so I, I do kind of remember, I didn't want to leave off the stage. They had to pretty much tip me off the stage once I did get up there. And I was just dancing all around. And, uh, yeah, uh, way back in the day. Yep. So, um that started it. And, then, and you uh, never left. And you never I, left. Right. <laughs> I fell in love with music at three years old. Absolutely. And I, I started playing the piano at five. Uh, I just, it was an old piano in the, um, in the hallway where the house I grew up in. 
and uh, I used to just go play with it all the time, and uh, and I started making up little songs and stuff, you know, and uh, so I got good enough at it that I was able to play the wedding march for my aunt's wedding. I was fine. I remember yeah. that. I remember coming down the aisle. I remember sitting at the piano. I remember all of that because these these times in my life stamp memories that cannot be erased, even at that young of an age. You know? Yeah, I, I'm 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 quite sure. So singing on stage with James Brown, and here you are now. You're learning how to play piano. Okay, so. Uh, what was high school like then? When you're so talented, you can sing and you can play the piano. High school must have been like a wonderland for you. Well, it was. Uh, it was in some ways, you know. Um, but um, I grew up in kind of like two places. You know, my mother had to leave where I was born at, uh, North Carolina, that moved to New York to, you know, get better work. Um, and so I was kind of like split between two lives, one in North Carolina and one in Brooklyn. So I was like half city and half country at the same time, you know. So, um, but I, I did have a band in high school. You know, I remember my junior high school band was called Kool-Aid. And uh, we played, uh, you know, one of few little contests. And so, yeah, music has always been in my life, one way or another. Uh, music, and I love to play basketball, and I was a cheerleader. But, um I joined the military, and then I had uh, I, I got pregnant when I was young, and so it kind of interrupted a lot of that, you know, mm-hmm. normal teenage, go to high school, go to college kind of situation. Uh, and so I ended up joining the military, and uh, that was probably the best decision I ever made as far as a career. Really? A decision to, oh, yeah, I definitely needed that discipline in my life. Okay. I definitely needed the experience. I definitely needed to get some on-the-job training. Um, I can't, I don't really have any, you know, at that time, that it was what I needed, you know. Um, that was the only place that I could think of that offered everything that would solve all of my problems, you know. Discipline, okay. somewhere to live, um, on-the-job training, school, um, experience, travel, Good credit and be off thirty days every year. <laughs> All right, now. and ride exotic cars, and not have to worry about what I'm gonna wear to work. You know what I mean? Or what I'm gonna eat? Or I'm gonna sleep? That's right. Wow. Okay. That, so that it's all, a- all all situations that I needed. Best decision I I made. You know, at a the age where you can make your own decisions. You know. Right. So you came out of the service. Um, and did you go back into singing, or did you just take your job experience that you learned and you had a regular nine-to-five sitting there wishing you was behind the microphone? No, nothing about my life, life has ever been regular, no. I've always been, who me, I've always been that girl singing Buck Your Head, Lollipop, <laughs> uh, you know, another round. I mean, I've always been her, no matter, no jobs, whatever. I'm a retired real estate broker, but... Um, and I'm a uh, 100% disabled Army veteran. So I, um, when I was in the military, I always sung. When I took those combat boots off, I put on my high heels and I hit stages. I always had bands. I had big concerts, you know, when I was stationed in Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've always been with a band, you know, as a, you know, working in the military and real estate 
I've always been heard. I learned to create my own sound as R.W. Productions in 1990. Um, I learned how to um, sequence, you know, my music, play out my tracks. So I've been a music producer for a long time as far as making, creating my own sound. Mm-hmm. And you definitely have a very unique sound. Um, when I first started listening, I said, wow, she kind of sounds like Millie. No, she don't. You know, at first, it really, I was like Millie Jackson. I said, nah, she's taking it somewhere. You know, so after I stopped laughing, I played the song back. Because, you know, it was funny. I, I, while you were singing the song, I literally could see you on the dance floor with old Cooter Brown. You know, the one that said, come here, girl, come here, come here, come here. Yeah. And I could see him getting his dance on, and you like, okay, I'm gonna let you dance real close tonight. I- I'm gonna make your night tonight, you know. And I could <laughs> literally, you were telling the story, and I could visualize it. I was like, that's a gift. That's a gift. If you're singing yeah. a song, it's telling a story, and I'm sitting here and I can see it. I was right. like, mm. that's why yeah, I said, let me listen exactly. to this again. And then when I listened that's the exactly second time. Yeah, I was like, yeah. wow. And you said most you're of my you... songs, mm-hmm. they they are like that. You know, when you listen to Robin West music, you can pretty much it, the story is painted out for you, pretty much. You know, I'm going to illustrate this, what's going on, so it's like you'll already see this movie in your head. You know, I just got to get more music videos out. That's where I'm kind of like slacking at. You know, but I make so much music in different genres. I mean, I tell all kind of stories. Uh, on all kind of different genres, whether it's house, trap, hip hop, um, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I create in different, you know, platforms. But I love performing in Southern Soul because I get to write these crazy stories of stuff I remember, like growing up as a little girl, you know, partying on the front porch, burning rags to keep the mosquitoes away. When mm-hmm. I lay that drink down, or that that cigarette, we, us kids, we about to get it. So I remember those days, and you know, growing up sneaking out, going what we used to call over the road. And, you know, we go to the clubs. It might be a red dirt floor with a pot belly stove. But we're in that party kicking up dust, you know. So I have a song called Good Old Days, you know. I wish I could push rewind. You know, we had Sam Cooke, Marvin Gaye, Aretha Franklin. We had a soul mm-hmm. train line. We used to party back in the day, you know. I mean, really party. You know, dance, pass out, get drunk, get back up, do it all over again <laughs> in the country. So I, I tell those stories in my music uh, because, you know, as a little girl, that's what I saw, you know, we'd be partying, having a good time, mostly family, and good records come on. Uh, you know, we'd line up and start dancing and just cutting up and really having a good time, like I'm sure a lot of families back in the day, you know? Okay. Wow. It, I tell you, it sounds like big fun. I was uh, I spent my summers in Georgiana, Alabama. And that is also another, I don't even think that town has a, no, Georgiana has a stoplight, maybe two. Hickory Hill don't have none. <laughs> Hickory Hill ain't even on the map. That's how I know about the big house. That's how I know about the big house. So what you're saying is what I would see every summer. Not My grandmother didn't know I saw it, and rest her soul, she going on. Um, but when I would hang out with my cousins, absolutely. Absolutely. And it was always um, we had to go see somebody sing. And you see, where you were, you were the somebody that was singing, you know. 
Um, so <laughs> we would have been, if we were in your town and your state, we would have been going to listen, you know, to you sing. Right. We would have been listening to you. So you said you're a disabled Army veteran yeah. and, and, and a woman. First of all, being in the uh-huh. service as a woman, that's a story right there. We could spend three hours on that one. <laughs> at oh, least. my goodness. Yeah. That's <laughs> a black woman at that, you know. So that must have been, that must have been really unique for you. That uh, I, I know you said you traveled the world, you got a chance to sing, but just the whole army situation—it was army, right? Mm-hmm. Army black woman in the service. What was it? The seventies? The eighties? Yeah, eighties. Yeah. 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 Back in them days, you know. Yeah, but, you had to be a you had to be a special type of chick for that. You really, oh, you yeah, really did. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, but I was already a special type of chick. You know what I'm saying? Come on here, Robin. Come on here. <laughs> yeah, I was already a special kind of chick. Yeah, I was, you know, um, I had, you know, I had I already had life experiences that, you know, I was already a special type of chick. And so I needed what that provided, you know, for me. I had a lot of, you know, my girlfriends and schoolmates, you know, they went to college and stuff, you know, but, um, <laughs> It was like me. I, I that was never a really good option for me because like man, I gotta get out of here, the whole out of here. I got to go somewhere else, and I'm gonna need to get paid, and I'm gonna need a car, and I'm gonna need like apartment, and I'm gonna need yeah. that instant credit that the military had. All of those things <laughs> that when I compared that to sitting around doing homework, you know, a bunch of that, and you know trying to maintain, and then I got married early, so uh, you know. I had my, I got pregnant at 15. I had my second child. My daughter at 17. So, it was just not a good option for me. Okay. Yeah. So, luckily, back in the days, you know, I had support. I had a great grandmother. You know, I had a grandmother until 20, um, 20. So, you know, I'm, I've been blessed, really, really blessed. I had a great support system as far as you know. When I was in the military, you know, I had a daughter. So uh, my son wasn't with me, and uh, that's another part of my life that's so amazing, you know. So, but that at the time was exactly, definitely what I needed, and uh, I did the calculation, and so yeah, at that time I needed exactly what that provided: get on my feet, get that discipline, and uh, you know that's what happened. Young mom, fresh out of the service, two kids singing, what were some of the hot spots that early on in your career that you feel built your career to where it is now? Um, Meeting my mentor when uh, I was in Germany. I was married. My husband was also in the military, and I was was married at the time. And so we uh, got stationed in. Jeremy, again, we met in Jeremy, matter of fact, and then we got married and we got sent back to the States, and then we got shipped back to Jeremy. And so I spent a lot of time in Jeremy. I spent like eight years in Jeremy total. Um, but anyway, <clears throat> it was, um, well, that was where I met my friend and my mentor, Arthur's like my brother to this day. And Arthur White showed me, his name was Arthur White in Germany, in German. He, um, 
we met. I forgot where we met at, but anyway, he had a studio, and uh, at this time, I was already, like, writing songs and stuff, but I didn't really know how to put them together. I forgot where we met at, though, but he introduced me to creating music on the computer, like how to record my track sequences. I mean, I had been around the studio. I've been with everything from the... <laughs> The eight track, the four track, the eight dad, the oh. real, the real. I've been around a minute, baby. <laughs> so I've been, you know, I've been, I, I've been through all of that. So he actually showed me the system, and at that time it was called the Notator C Lab, and you would record your music and record it onto the computer, and that was like wow. And so when that happened. And now today it's known as a doll. You know, how are you operating your, you know, how are you recording or getting the signal, the music you're creating to the mm-hmm. computer so you actually have, you know, property or <clears throat> something to share, whatever. But so when I figured that out, once I learned how, oh, wow, I can play my bass line right here. Oh, I can put the drums up there. Oh, I can. Play. And then I would have like as many lives going and just creating all these different sounds because of him. And I was already writing poems and, you know, songs as a little girl. I was that little girl that we had the choirs in the backyard. You know, I'd have, we'd be the choir. I'd have the dance group. I was always <laughs> the leader and some, I always was the show. Come on over to the house, be in the backyard. We're going we to be singing. It's going to be a choir. you dancing. It's something going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my so, goodness. It was just a natural, you know, progression for me because that, that's how I entertain myself, you know. When I was growing up, you know, I didn't meet my father until I was later in life and I was grown. And like I said, my mom had to go work and, and you know, make it happen, you know. And so <clears throat> I entertained myself by sleeping with the radio in the bed all night, you know. I remember doing that for years, you know. <clears throat> I had a little yellow radio. I used to live with my great-grandma and I used to get in the bed. And I had that little yellow radio. That was my friend. That was my how I, you know, got through and managed. And so I fell in love with music. And so... No matter what I've always done, been through, music has always been the thing in my life. <laughs> Wonderful. <So. laughs> well, what we're going to do is DJ Sean steady us right on over to another Robin West song because I want these people <laughs> to hear Lollipop. Oh, my. Lollipop is the call and response song. Um so I kind of got in trouble for lollipop at first. Oh. <laughs> now it's the fun song. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Um, so DJ Sean, I'm gonna play another round. I don't have lollipop queued in yet. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Well, everybody, Peace we'll, be, we'll be back right after this break. Okay.
my nephew sent me this little clip off of TikTok where the guy is praying. He says, Lord, these ribs you gave us are asking us to cash at them before we could even have a conversation. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I, you know, you had a giggle, but it's, it's, it's real. It's, it's real. Yeah. You know, so your music yeah. puts us back in the mind of that. Like, I'll tell you, in that fancy juke joint, we done got our nice outfit on and our good perfume. You know, we ready for our yeah. hair to get sweated out. It's okay. Our makeup's right. gonna run a little bit. <laughs> that's right. But that's yeah. good because you know now you know when I go out, uh, I, you know it's like most of us women <clears throat> we on the dance floor. It's like you know I really saying like, hey, you want to dance? You know, I don't know. Maybe I'm not going out enough because I I do be working and grinding and creating, but. um yeah, I mean, you know, we women, we taking over the dance story where I go. It's a club full of women, and the men are sitting around having drinks and looking at everybody. So it's totally different. Yeah, back in the day, no, baby, we used to party together. That's yes. why the best music came. You know, we they we, they sung real love songs, you know what I mean? Um, and and, and they, they hit different, you know. Now the music has just changed. And, you know, music, that form of communication, the ability to touch souls, heart, change mind, the company when you're going through things, passion, grief, whatever it is, there's always music. Yeah. Music. Always music. Music is in the background of your life one way or another. And it can do so many things, different things. It's like sometimes music can be magic. Sometimes it's just you just needed to hear that, you know. Something can come on the radio and you be like, oh, I needed to hear that. And it can change your whole mood, your whole vibe. Now, what kind of power is that? Absolutely. And it it's noted that you understand that power because you take it and you put it um, in your music. Like, I, I didn't know who Robin West was. You know, I wouldn't <laughs> have known if I didn't know DJ Sean. And he hooks us up and I start listening to your music <laughs> And I'm like, you got to be kidding me that this woman been making this music all this time. I haven't heard her music, and I enjoy this, you know? How yeah, you- I mean, you know, when when you have, like, um, when it's who you are, like, music is who I am. When I wake up in the morning, when I, you know, go to sleep at night, I've always been her. I've always been a little creative child, a little creative girl. Uh, and I, that's why I'm all over the place as far as this music. I love to create. I mean, you know, if it sounds good and it's got that, a vibe and like some energy I can connect with, with my vibe, I, you know, I, I get all into it. These songs, Bump Your Head, uh, really was kind of like a challenge for me to, to, this is my first Southern Soul single ever and my first self-produced record. Well, my first self-produced record was a stepping song called Candlelight and Champagne for the Steppers. And I, I dropped that in 2018. So up until that time, I had been, like, making beats on, with other artists, you know, and uh, putting in shows, showcases together. I was pretty good at things and doing showcases. I worked in radio. I was a mm-hmm. red carpet host uh, with um, Black Online TV. So I've always been in the entertainment business and real estate. And, but I, like I said, the real estate paid the bills. But the entertainment aspect of me was who I really was at the core. That was my the passion. That was that's the me me. Right. You know what I mean? There are things that I can do as far as working, you know, jobs and all that. But then there's 
who I am. Right. Well, feed your soul. You know, the right. pay, paid the bills, but the music is what what feeds your soul. That that's 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 you. That's your passion. So exactly. So I do music, but I don't have to get paid because it's just who I am. I enjoy. That is my, you know, like I said, where I can be in my space and um and and whatever you know that mood is. You know, it could be a dance hall. It could be reggae, it could be house, it could be trap, um, you know, and I do, you know, uh, put um, sound ideas with other people, you know, I have one, it's karma, and it's kind of like a hip-hop trap, mm-hmm. kind of record, R&B, but she switched that thing and made it kind of like a southern soul trap, and uh, <laughs> so, you know, I do love to share my ideas and my music with other artists as well, and uh, I worked with some way back in the day, that um, you know, use my music and put music out. So I I didn't always be out front and be the artist. I was always like behind the scenes, creating the situation, um, you know, making it happen, engineer all of that. You know, as far as working with up and coming artists, you know. So then I decided, okay, well I'm gonna go ahead and put my music out because I had songs I was singing, but I just I don't know. I prefer just working with other people. <laughs> now, has the millennials embraced your music? Yeah, um, mm. because of the content and because of the sound, you know, the style of it. Bump Your Head, um, I had a radio campaign with Bump Your Head. Bump Your Head finished, um, it was at one time um, during my 12-week campaign on my promotion thing, it was it had reached number 18 on the digital radio uh, tracking charts, and it was in the hip-hop R&B category. So I finished uh, in the top 100 worldwide, top 25 global with Bump Your Head. And I dropped that in 2019, but then we ran into the COVID mm-hmm. in that 2020, and I didn't really get to get out and promote the song. So that's why I just, everywhere I go, you know, I, from Bump Your Head, that's like, that's my first Southern Soul song, self-produced. I played every note, wrote every word. Recorded it myself, and then wow. uh, Ricky Rackley mixed it and mastered it for me. But I, I do, um, like I said, I am my own sound. Um, except here recently, I have met a couple of producers that I really am excited about working with. Um, T the Wizard, the song you just heard, um, called Another Round, at that mm-hmm. party at the liquor house. And so I can um, credit T the Wizard, that's Terrence Thompson, on Facebook for that amazing track. And um, I have another record out called Moving Truck, uh, and it is what it is. It's, you know, I got to move because he ain't acting right. I'm going to take everything I want, and I'm out, move. <laughs> so Moving Truck, and that is uh, DNA. Uh, it's the uh, composed that track for me. Mm-hmm. So uh, Dre heard. And um, so that I, I I really like that the sound that they provided uh, me as far as the Southern Soul because I'm new to the producing in the Southern Soul. Southern Soul is different than rap, hip hop, trap, house, EDM. It, it has its own sounds and its own unique niche. So uh, <clears throat> I like to work with other producers because it gives my sound and what they're doing and us combined together. It's it's you know it's um. I like it. Let me just say that. And I'll let everybody else say how they feel about it. <laughs> Explain Southern Soul a little bit more because this seems like it's a new genre, though it's been around for a while. Right. 
Yeah, I wouldn't say it's a new genre, uh, but like I said, I had friends that all they loved, you know, all they listened to is is, is that laid back kind of music. It just depends on it's it's geographical, I think, as far as the southern part. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it to me, if I had to describe it, it has a lot of elements of country music and blues and R and B all mixed up in one. And now it's expanded into that sound. Plus, you have you know artists that are hip hop or they rap. I have a, a southern kind of rap style, so it's expanding greatly in every, you know, nuance, but initially, if you just say Southern Soul to people who listen to this genre, it is like more of, uh, it's kind of geographical as far as this is the music with Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, some parts mm-hmm. of Georgia, um, you know, it's, it's down South music like Texas, but to me, as far as the sound, it's normally live instrumentation or it sounds live and it is Good it's storytelling, um, and the sounds are kind of unique. Like like I said, it's like a mixture of country music to me, R and B, and the blues. All that kind of mixed up, you know. <laughs> so when you come uh, to New York, when let's let's get let's hit the elephant in the room now. When you come to New York, let's go, Robert. honey. And when I'm invited, honey, I'm ready to go. <laughs> Believe me. I grew up in Brooklyn, so I, you know, I, I love to come to New York. You know, I've done a few shows up there at some, uh, a few places um, with my hip-hop people, Rodney C., um, from the 40, Funky 4 Plus 1. Those are my people, so I've been up there with my hip-hop family, and uh, and I perform with them as well. So I've been in a few clubs in Brooklyn on Atlantic Avenue. I can't think of the names of them right now, but I've been in New York three times with my family, um, okay. with my hip-hop people. So, I know yeah, Brooklyn. Invite me back. I'm ready. Let's go. I know Brooklyn is screaming and yelling because don't nobody love that town more than BK. I know they're like, yeah, BK in the house. <laughs> I grew up on Myrtle Avenue, girl. What are you talking about? Shut up. My office is <laughs> down the street. One yeah. of my offices is in Richmond Hill. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. As a teenager, I, I grew up in. I grew up in. Um, and uh, Fort Greene, sure did. That's where I really, that's when the hip hop was really getting right, you know, yeah. rising over in, in uh, Washington Park. You know, and that's yep. when we, we started with the break dancing, and that's when we, we was emceeing on the mic back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I truly do remember. <laughs> yeah, I'm we from, were emceeing. <laughs> I'm from that era, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, I, I do remember. So what what are you looking to do for the future? I know that um, you said you got some trap going on and, you know, you have some rap going on. But going towards the future, how do you see Robin West music just going into 2024, 25, 26, 27, you know, just just going ahead? You know, because you're not the type of person that, um, even though they call it, you know, Southern Soul, you're, yeah. you're always evolving. Each each song I hear, it's another type of evolution in your music, you know. So right. so, what do you see for the for the future? Um, I see a lot. Well, I got. Let me see. Let's talk about the songs that I, I have out. So, mm-hmm. all these different, um, um, you know, like I said, genres, uh, moods, vibes. You know what I call these? Be my vibes. You know, I have I have vibes put out too. You know. Sometimes I'll just drop a vibe, 
you know, I mean, I get behind that record and really promote it. Like, when I get behind a record, like, Bump Your Head, uh, um, I didn't I haven't really, Lollipop is kind of like the underground, kind of like, like, we have a lollipop dance, the people dance with the lollipops, have a contest, and so, normally, whoever is the sexiest with that lollipop, you know, I'm going to drop $50 on them, and so that's like, you know, an engaging kind of way that I can interact with my audience and everybody you just say what I say lollipop lollipop yeah I like to lick it yeah I like to lick it so it's a call and response and if people get with it and it's a funky little James Brown kind of beat I came up with so um but the music that I have out now like so high that's hip-hop I'm talking about you know mm-hmm. blazing up um and then I have um candlelight and champagne that's that smooth Stepping kind of vibe, you know, celebratory situation, mm. Valentine's Day music, um, you know, when you're celebrating with you, you know, your people, or you're on a yacht, whatever, it's that kind of music, you dance, it's, it's R&B. Um, then I have um, Moving Truck, Moving Truck is like Southern Soul R&B, it's, it's like R&B with the Southern Soul story, so sometimes, you know, it depends on what you're talking about, too, and and, and Southern Soul is so distinct. It has a distinct sound for, like, more live instrumentation. But it's also the stories we tell. You know, the, the storytelling has a lot to do with it. Right. Uh, like Hole in the Wall, you know. I got my whiskey. Uh, and it's normal, like, simple stories, but it's relatable to people who, uh, you know, come from them cities and them towns where they listen to that music. Like, we just party on the front porch. So. Mm-hmm. But my my thing is, I'm just going to keep dropping music. I just dropped another a house record is out right now. Pretty much uh, instrumentation is called How Long. Um, and when I met DJ Sean, I had sent him a couple of my, you know, tracks. And he was like, oh, my God, this got to come out right now. This is bad. Mm-hmm. And he sent um, How Long to some more DJs. And so I had to drop that. And that's kind of like what happened to Bumpy on Head. Uh, when I gave it to my girlfriend, she said, oh, my God, I love this record. And then she shared it, and then it was like 800 people liked and stuff on Facebook. And so then I just went and dropped it. So that's mm-hmm. how Bumpy on Head happened. <laughs> and so now I just, you know, because it's easier to put records out, not like back in the day, you can just, you know, come up with your idea, your vibe, and then you can upload it to, you know, the many platforms. And then the thing is putting some money behind it and getting it, get the attention that it deserves and talking to amazing people like you. Wonderful. We're going to go to break because we need another Robin West song. But before (laughs) we go to break, I need to do a shout out. Doc Honeycutt of Beauties and Bikers Reality TV is listening. Hey, sis, what's up? Thanks for tuning in. I love you for the support. I also have to shout out my cousin, Monique Brewster. She's listening from Long Island. Hey, Monique, the next time we get to Alabama, guess what we listening to? Bump your head. <laughs> Let you bump your yes. head. All right, we're going to go to break. And when we come back, we'll hear a little bit more about Robin's journey and, you know, where she's going, what she's doing, who she's doing it with. And then she's going to let you know how you can connect with her. So, DJ Sean, give us a little bit more of Robin West. It's time to get a whole new perspective on Ram Trucks. Because to us, there are no small jobs, no little tax. And when it comes to innovation, there are no modest ideals. No wonder why more people are switching to Ram than ever before. Ram Trucks. 
back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Bond and Motivator Man. You're listening to Let's Talk About It. And we've been talking about Robin's career, her motivation behind her music, the fact that she wants to tell stories in a way that you can dance to it and have a, a good time and a, and a lot of fun. So, Robin, before we went to break, I was like, what do you see for the future? All I see is a whole lot of more wow. <laughs> Yeah, that's, well, I got a lot of wow, yeah, music and other other, other things in my life, but for sure, um, I love to have fun. You got it. You said it. You said I'm a comedian. I am, and I I'm a, I love to entertain. And then, you know, I have an incredible life story uh, that I like to share. And um, 
you know, I, so many times I, I could, I just wanted to give up so many times just doing anything really, you know, but, um, I just, you know, I come a long way from, uh, a lot of things that, you know, could have really been super devastating and career ending. Absolutely. So now I sit back and laugh. I'm a whole lot more lighter than, um, you know, I, I've been through some things. But now I sit back and laugh, and I look at these funny songs, and I just like to have fun with the people, and I want to engage with them. And, um, you know, I was born in the 60s, some early ones. So I have, a you know, a different experience. You know, I've been through so many things. I've, I've been through from the having the crosses burnt in the front yard as a little girl to not being able to go inside restaurants and eat in the 70s in North mm-hmm. Carolina to – so I got a lot of things to talk about, lots and lots of stories to tell, and I got lots of different beats and vibes that I'll be telling those stories too. And so that's definitely my plan. Um, but initially I had told you that I had two kids. You know, I had a kid at 15, I had a kid at 17, I got a son yes. and a daughter. Mm-hmm. But I didn't meet my son because my son was adopted. So I didn't meet my son until 36 years later. And come to find out he was a music producer just like his mother, and but he's a platinum producer with L. Cool J. But he, he, he uh, pretty much grew up in my shadow, even though I had never met this boy that looks just like me, but really looks just like Prince, too. He really does. And uh, but anyway, he's, his life, um, he had a, you know, a great home that he grew up in, you know, but he was adopted. Um, so anyway... I met my son in 2013. We're coming up on our 10-year anniversary, May 23rd. It'll be 10 years that I met my son that I had at 15. They come to find out was a music producer certified who was started playing the piano at five years old, just like I, you know, told you. So I started playing the piano at five years old, played the way to march my aunt. My son started playing at five, never knew me. He hadn't met me then. And at seven years old, he had mastered, like, Prince's Purple Rain. And all of this, our stories are so crazy because later in life, at seven, my son, it was Santa Piano, he could master that purple rain from Prince. And then it'd be later on in life that he would actually meet Prince because he mm. produced those yeah. twins that always danced with Prince, Nanny and Yanny. I think their names have been a long time since I've seen them. But anyway, they're the twins that danced with Prince. And they had a record out, an album called Heroin December. So mm-hmm. Prince met my son and came over to the studio with him while he was, uh, you know, producing that work. And my son is very funny. He is, now you think I'm funny. And you're talking about a storyteller. Oh, my goodness. To this, 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 you would think you were actually on the spot when he can wind his story down, okay? So anyway, so here's with Prince in the studio. And uh, <laughs> you know, he does look like Prince. So when they were having a conversation, so my son says, and, uh, you know, he's working on the, the producing this, the music. So they're now just chilling and Grace telling Prince, he said, um, you know, I don't know who my mommy is. <laughs> he said, you know, I look like you. Wait, listen back. He tells Prince, you know, I look like you. <laughs> is it a possibility? He said, Prince, listen, girl. He said, you're my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said, I don't know who I am, you know. He said, You're my daddy. And Prince and, said, and being that um, Prince is, being that Prince is a late sixties baby, it's a good possibility because I know Wait now. Okay. 
But that's yeah. not the kicker. That's not the kicker, though, sweetheart. That's not the oh. kicker. This is the kicker. So, you know, I meet my son, finally, you know. And uh, we're talking, and we're just catching up with each other's lives. Like, I'm so excited, that, you know, at this point in my life, because I always wondered what happened to my son. I never stopped thinking about him. But I never knew ever this miracle would happen for me. I never knew I would experience really actually meeting him, because it is some kind of life to walk around here. Nobody knew I had a kid, you know. Only my mother, my grandma didn't even know I had a kid, okay. So my family didn't even know. So it was a shock to the system. Shout out to the family, but it was the most miraculous thing, beautiful thing ever. And um, <laughs> so he's in the studio with Prince, and so he said, you're my daddy. <laughs> Prince says, mm-hmm. nope. <laughs> <laughs> and so then he out here. He said the way Prince did it, it was just so funny. But, but the thing is this. So when I meet my son, now this had already happened before we had reunited. So when we're talking and catching up, so my son says, yeah. Oh, he says, Mom, what about, what about my dad? I said, what? His father passed. I said, Dre, your daddy was so fine. Oh, my God, he looked just like Prince. <laughs> Let me say that again. Let me say that again so you'll hear what I'm saying. Yeah. Hey, listen to me. So me and my son catch up now. We're talking, okay? I have no idea he has had this Prince experience at all. You hear me? I, I, boy, your daddy was so fine. We got he looked just like Prince. My son says, Ma, Ma, I met Prince. <laughs> wow. He said, Ma, you're oh not going to believe this, Ma. You're not going to believe this. He said, Ma, ask Prince, was he my daddy? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? And did you get a, uh, no. Okay, girl, I have, when I tell you, I got some stories. So, yes, everyone should stay listening to Robin West music because I'm going to be telling some more stories. And I'll be talking about a lot of different things. I'm not really that fond of how women are being treated in this society these days, and especially women with melanin. And I don't really care about all these tragedies and people getting, you know, can't go to the grocery store, can't go to school. You know, I got things to talk about. So I'm not, you know, we're going to talk about it. I started my show today, you know, discussing that, how we as women just need to, you know, fix each other's crown instead of throwing mud on it. Instead of letting a sister have knives in her back, you know, have a back. And, and so those knives, you, you, you be the shield. So those knives don't hit her, you know, that we do more coming together and doing stuff. And this way we'll stop doing stuff to each other, you know. It's like an all-out attack on uh, women of color right now. And we're the ones that's attacking us the most. Uh, every that's time I, I turn on TikTok, I'm like, you know what? I don't even do TikTok anymore. I was putting my little videos up there. You know, I'm trying to get Yvonne, the motivated man, determined women of destiny out there. I'm trying to make my name as a content creator. And it's just so much junk over there. I'm like, you know, let me just go over here to Facebook. I can handle their mess. But the stuff on TikTok right. is vicious. Like, you put a video up and someone will just rip you apart. And it's like, sis. You took time out of your day to tell me that I look stupid in my glasses. Right. Well, yeah, it's a mean society. It's been a mean society, you know, for a minute, you know. Very Um, long time. And it's time for us uh, as women, all women, not just melanin women, all women to say no more. 
But the ones that's getting the most beat up are the sisters of color. So we have to stand up. First. Of course. Yeah, we because. have to we have to lead we have to lead the pack with no more. We're not taking this. We're not going to treat each other bad anymore. This is ridiculous. Right, right. I agree. Yeah, I definitely agree uh, to that. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's Gotta time for us. You know, yeah, it's time for us to support it's, it's each so other. Many it's enough battles that we're fighting now just with the system. And at the end of the day, it's always been that black woman and that black woman's shoulders that has carried the masses through, whether it's, you know, who's in charge of situations. At the end of the day, Mm -hmm. that strong black sister through all tests of time, every generation, every known, uh, anything and everything known on earth, that sister been there to the beginning of time being amazing. And that's just, and it's expected from us because at the end of the day, when you really need saving, that you depend on us to be saved. Okay, <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it like that, you know. But and we, we do it all the time. It's natural to us, but we do need to stick together. We do need to yes. remember that. And there's other things to watch and learn and research other than TikTok and. Um, uh, you know, to me, you know, some other things you can do to, and you know, you first you need to enlighten yourself. You know, the first thing you really need to do is know thyself. And when you figure that out, then you can start, you know, making things change and making things different. But the society yeah. that we live in sometimes likes to keep us dis- distracted from who we truly are and the power that we really have individually, let alone a combined force would be probably too much. But it's necessary. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, when you think about it, it was the milk from our breast that nourished those that, you know, rule this country right now. You know, think about it. Exactly. It, it was that slave that best fed those babies. You know, I always thought that was strange because they looked at us as animals, but the milk in our breast was important enough to feed their children. And those children went on to do stuff, and their children went on to do stuff, and their children went on to do stuff. And they want to say the founding fathers. Well, the founding fathers grew up on the milk of my founding grandmother's back. Hello? Of course. (laughs) African-American history 101, people. Okay. It just proves my point. And And what's the point again? Who did it? We did it. Okay, who are we? The sisters of color. And the we melanin, always did it, and we always will. The there has never sisters. been any change ever, ever, ever in the entire, as long as this has existed, life has not depended on her. That's right. That's right. Since your music genre is like so different, um, but yet the same, have you found that now that we're talking about, you know, the meanness, have you found like competition in your lane? No, I don't have any competition. I have a lot of friends that are artists. Um, I don't have any competition. My only competition is me, me getting better uh, as far as my own, you know, what I consider better, because like I said, with me, it's a natural. It's who I'm. It's who I'm gonna do these, make these beats. I'm gonna put my songs out, 
I don't really have anything to prove to, you know, it's just who I am and I love it. So I'm not in competition with anybody other than myself. It's like I want to maybe, you know, learn how to um, do different kind of mixes with different kind of, you know, dolls that's out there now. But other than that, I like to just do me and, and I have a really good time doing it. And my songs are uniquely, you know, mine. And um, like I said, normally I am um, because I'm playing these pianos and um, the sax on the, you know, like mimicking sounds and stuff and just creating in my mind, like these songs that you hear when you hear about your head, I write them so that you already see what's happening, you know, but I also mm-hmm. want to have innuendo like, well, what head am I talking about? Because there's a lot of ways you can bump your head. A lot of times came about because see, it's innuendo, too. When I used to sell real estate, I go to the bank, and they used to have these lollipops in there. So every time I made money, I always went, I got a lollipop from the bank, and that was just a little thing that I did. So when I was making that track one day, I was like, I was thinking about, wow, when I was closing all them houses, when I was selling real estate, I said, yeah, get them lollipops. And I said, lollipop. And I just, it, it just, stuff comes to me, it's just different. Um moving truck and I'm I'm looking at YouTube and I'm seeing, you know, people cheating on each other and all these different things. There's so many things that I can write about from my own experience and what's happening in the world. And, you know, like I said, the ability to just make my own beats and make my own sound. I can house them stories on different sounds. So, and, and I really, really enjoy it. So I don't have any competition, you know? Um, so, <laughs> I love everybody. I listen to a lot, you know, a lot of people's music, and I, and I enjoy it. But I, I definitely enjoy, you know, creating uh, my music. So when you were selling houses, did you ever sell a house to someone who they turned around and said, wait a minute, hold on, you Robin West, <laughs> that they recognized you from your music? Well, when I when I was selling houses at that time, I had um, came back from Germany. This was in like I got to Fayetteville, North Carolina, in 1992. So I sold pretty much. I I, I worked Fayetteville, North Carolina was a real estate broker there. So I sold a lot of houses and so and I was growing with the people that was surrounding me because when I came back from Germany, I was the female producer. They knew a lot of, you know, it was like, you know, normally it's like a man is in the studio or guys, it's a guy, it was a guy kind of thing back in the day where, you know, lots of girls wasn't, you know, in the studio trying to figure out how to operate all the equipment and all the wires and hooking up stuff and, you know, learning all that software and all that kind of stuff. You know, it's normally a man game. So when I got back to Fayetteville, I was able to meet a lot of people that were inspiring artists and, you know, people on the come up and I met some amazing talent. So I was the house where everybody could come to and we would make songs. Everybody come to my house to sing, dance, whatever. And we'd go in my little studio in the house and make beats and, and sing and just talk. And I had Huggy used to come to my house and juice and lean on me. I worked with a few people that that, that grew up that really say, oh, my God, now I see you on TV. Okay, I see you. I remember <laughs> when... um. I was doing yeah. music, and I had a young group. They had a record out called Shake It, Make That Booty Bounce. I can't remember them, but I met a lot of people doing my music. I opened up for, you know, um, big bands that came to the area. And, yeah, and I still saw real estate, but I never saw myself as big. I always had big ideas. So I created showcases like Small Town, Big Stars, uh, New Stars. Uh, talent showcases and you know so I, I worked with talent you know I had dancers to dance to my 
tracks. You know, I worked in radio, started in country. I worked in 95.7 WKML was my first radio job, um, country radio overnight. A lot of people don't even know that, but I, I had a thing. I love radio, too. So I've always been doing um, the music, the beats, and the producing, but it was the other things and my other ideas that I exploited as well. Yeah, I was just wondering, like, you know, uh, the person goes to close, right, and they realize, wait a minute, my real estate person is Robin West. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. But, yeah, you know, like I said, and um, I wasn't, my records, like, bump your head, you know, I, I, I didn't do that until, like I said, 20. 18 was the first time I put out my first separate single. And I had I had been gone, long gone from, you know, real estate from there. I moved to Florida. I lived in California. I, I, that had been a long, long time ago. So, But I, the people there, though, I met the amazing people that feel full of talent. I mean, great people. The Fatback Band, being lived there, still um, lived there. Uh, lots of people, you know, that's where um, I can't even think I'm uh, Thinking tonight, but anyway, some great musicians, great talent. Uh, I had a great girl group that I was working with. They still there. I want to shout out to uh, Dina and Vanessa. She sings with a band now. I mean, if these people came to my house, girl, and we would record and make up songs. Everybody that when I got there, it was like, oh, you make beats? Yeah, I make beats. Oh yeah, it was on then. I was like, everybody was at the house, and we'd be making songs, making records, and um, so I did a lot of work. It was so much fun. <laughs> It's always good and to I have fun. Fun. <laughs> Right. It's always good to have fun at what you do because um you put more of yourself in it, you know, instead of stuff that we do cuz we have to do, like, you know, I got to go to work 10 to 6 cuz I have to pay this rent, you know, uh type thing, but I know for me when I'm doing my shows um, um behind the mic speaking it's nothing better than that. You get to give your, you know, your whole self to it. Um, and DJ Sean, do we have another record up? I really want to flood these people with her music. I want everybody listening to know exactly who Robin West is. <laughs> I thank you so much. Yeah. They might like that story of moving truck. I don't know. If, can you cue that one, uh, DJ Sean? No, I don't have that one on cue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I got some songs now. <laughs> so if you're listening, because you are, <laughs> you need to go to Robin West Music, and then you'll get to hear the songs that we're talking about that maybe you didn't hear. And, you know, let yourself be entertained, because that's what it was for me. And then <laughs> go back and listen to it again and then you'll get the full vibe of it because there is definitely a vibe absolutely a vibe to it um and you 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 should you should be a part of that i'm like (laughs) i am i'm so excited to have you here with me you're a woman of a certain age you look absolutely fabulous you're still doing what you love because people think that if you're not 20, 30, 40, and possibly early 50, and you're, you know, and you didn't do what you want to do, then you know your time has passed. No, 
not 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 at all. Uh, and no. the way you look, trust me, I, I I'm quite sure people half your age, brothers are like, hey girl. Oh yes. <laughs> Yes. Hey girl, what you doing? <laughs> Not doing it what you right. doing what you look about. You know. That's right. But that's that's another thing, you know, this industry and in your industry much more than um over here with me because I'm just coming into it, a lot of hustle and bustle. You're on a plane, you're on a train, you're on a bus, you're in this city, you're in that city, you're on this mic, you're this that mic. How do you keep yourself healthy and how do you keep up, you know, just all of that stamina so, you know, you can't get up the next day waking up in a whole nother city? Well, um, you got, I mean, I don't, it's not, I don't, normally I'm gone on the weekend, so I got all week to, you know, it's not, I don't travel that much. I go where I'm invited though, but. Mm-hmm. It's not like it hasn't got to the point where, you know, I, I'm going to be moving around a lot more because I do have some tours coming up, but it hasn't been to the point where it's not manageable. So the one thing I do get is plenty of rest. got to get some rest. And I do, you know, I, I do work out, not like as much as I should, but um, I um I dance, you know, I have fun at the house, you know, so I... um. I stay, you know, I stay kind of active at home and making these beats, you know, it, it keeps me like dancing because when I'm making this stuff, these songs, I'm seeing the videos, I'm seeing the visuals, I'm seeing, I, I got the energy. And so um, it, it it's just fun for me. So I don't, you know, when I need my rest, I get my rest, but I, I live in the now, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I think how I look, I look. So it start everything starts with your thoughts, your mind. It's you. You you are the power. You you know, you connected to an amazing source and you're doing this experience here on this earth. So you it, it starts with your thoughts and then your words. So you I think that I wanna feel good. I think that I'll really you know, I'm getting older, yes, and I'm gonna keep getting older. I'm gonna be very old. I'm just not gonna look like it. <laughs> you know, get come on here, sis. Come on here. Just not gonna look like it. I'm gonna be uh, very old. I sure am. I'm wearing them high heels until the wheels fall off, baby. You see, because I got I'm young minded. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I I don't have a problem. Yeah. Like, but wonder how old she is. Yeah, you know, I just turned sixty one, February the eighth, and I and I love and I am not afraid, baby. Come and, on, um, sis. Stand up in the air. I dropped it down like it's really super hot and smoking, and then I pull it back up, and I have a ball. I wear, I wear, I love to wear my outfits, and I love a, a pair of high heels, and I, I have to, I cannot even think about a day when I won't be able to wear my high heels no more because the things I do keep me young. So if you run around in high heels, you know, that's workout, that's that's working on your leg, calf muscles, and right there alone, dancing in high heels is a totally other thing. Um, so it's it's ways to work out, you know. So you got to rehearse, and um, so you know it's ways to keep yourself in shape, you know, and and just watch yourself. I eat when I want to eat, and I sleep when I'm sleepy, and I eat when I'm hungry. And then when I say, oh, I don't overdone it, then I panic, and then I reverse it, and then back to the thing, you know. That's how I go with me. <laughs> Did you say you panic and reverse it? Uh, I'm like, oh my god, yeah. I try to put on something. 
Ah, uh, I sure will. I try to put on stuff. I said, oh, I'm, I ain't worn that in a long time. Then I go get it. I'll be wanting to wear it. And they're like, oh, no. No, uh-uh. <laughs> and so that's, that right there would trigger me to like, okay, stop eating. Slow it down. Drink more water. And so everything starts yeah. with a thought. Like, now, slim. I got to be slim for April the 15th. That's my goal. And so I got to lose 12 pounds. I will. Okay. All right. So, ladies. So that mind, baby. That mind. If you okay. see anything, you see so it. So, ladies, let's hop, on the band, let's hop on the bandwagon with Robin West. Let's start <laughs> drinking some more water. Let's start exercising and see how much we can lose by the 15th. You know? And that's, cut up and act the whole food. That's help, too. Listen. Burn that energy up, you know? <laughs> Use the energy to be good. But, yeah, just cut up. Act the food, and you'll be fine. <laughs> you said you'll be okay, right? All that stress will be gone. You that's won't be right. crying, and you won't be trying to talk about nobody and do no mess because you're all here acting a fool, and you cutting up, and you dancing to some Robin West music. That's it. Exactly. That's all they got to do, bump their head, and then we have to get them a little lollipop, you know what I'm saying? And then they can get on that energetic tip, that how long, that how song, and, you know, and then they can step to somebody's champagne, and then they can chill, smoking some weed, and just say, that's so high. God, got them. <laughs> we were talking about that earlier, right, DJ Sean? I was like, look at here, if you're going to drink, don't drive. And we know weed is legal. It may not be prudent. But go ahead. Do what you, you know, do mm-hmm. what you got to do. To make yourself happy, I know I'm going to be cleaning my house to bump your head because it's got such a great beat that you put that beat on, you know, and next thing you know, the kitchen's done, you know. I know, and it's a long song, but that is the extended version. I, there's a three-minute, uh, 320, I think 319 or something. That was the, the first song, like I said, we, I was just jamming. Um, and like I said, it definitely is a good house cleaner record. Get that bathroom cleaner out, girl. Wash dishes, right. you know, mop, yeah, all that. <laughs> because it is a workout. Let the whole song play, and you in it for five minutes. Because that's my show. When I'm at a show, I be bringing people on the stage with me. And so I needed to, you know, because I got to talk to the people. I like to interact, you know. I, I like to get some heads to bumping for real. So <laughs> I like to interact. So I be bringing people on the stage. And then speaking of the stage, my sister. Doc Honeycutt, that's my that's my role warrior right there. That's she she opens up all of my shows. She touches the mic before I do. She comes out and gets everything warmed up and glowing and going. And okay. so that's that's my partner. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm yeah. trying to get her on the show. It's funny you said that because I was like, DJ Sean, hook me up. Can you hook me up, DJ Sean? Can you hook me up? Because all I saw was bikers. Beauties and, and bikers. bikers, reality yeah. TV, and I'm like, I need to know what that is. So, um, yeah. if you're still listening, guys, honey, but I'm coming for you because I need, I need. She's these. straight. She's straight for the uh, the date that you asked for. All right, all right, yeah. yeah so yeah, you're gonna love it. She's a, she's a doc. She is doc, honey, cut. She is a medical doctor, and a lot of people are like, oh, that's just her nickname. No, it's not. She is. <laughs> A real doctor, and I love her so much. She is the kind. We are day one, like sisters. I met her at the radio station. We were both of us were on doing an interview at a radio station in Raleigh, North Carolina, and uh, we've been bound at the hip since. I mean, she is an amazing, inspirational. She's motivating. 
she is that friend, that person you need in your life that will keep you going, keep you up, keep you lifted. Uh, everybody needs a friend like that, like you were saying earlier about the ladies sticking together. Because uh, mm-hmm. there's some great ladies out here, and Doc Honeycutt is definitely one of them. And I'm so it glad is. to have her in my life to keep me hyped, motivated, on the go. She's great energy. Um, and, and, yeah, so yeah, you need her on the show. She, she's a great, great, and she's a great host, you know, so. And she great. does a lot of shows and stuff, so she I'm loves to um, I'm yeah, looking she, she loves to work and it's always beautiful. Yeah, you, yeah, she's fun. You're a lover. Great. Tell us again how we can get your music, where, what platforms it's on, because before we get out of here, I want people to know exactly how they can get to listen to your music. So let us know your platforms. Okay, great. Yeah, there's uh, lots of things that's going on with me, and I'll just say, you know, my um, management company is GNG Next Level Entertainment, and I want to give a shout-out to them, uh, Jonathan Gibbs, and um, shout-out to him and DJ Trucker. They have a, a, a nice situation, and thank you, DJ Sean, for making this happen uh, for me. Um, but there's going to be a documentary with me and my son telling our story, and, and the music is going to be amazing. Um He's in Miami, Florida right now. But anyway, that's mm-hmm. going to be a big situation. It's going to be, it's developing now where you'll be able to see us. I'm not sure which platform we're going to land on, whether it's BT or whatever. I don't know, VH1. I don't know who what, what network, but I know that, you know, there are some conversations going on about our story. My music, you can find me. If you Google Robin West Music, uh, a lot of my music will show up. I'm not the best at, you know, big numbers on social media and stuff because I'm be making these songs and I keep it moving, baby. Invite me to your party. I'm there. Yes. The music will find me. RW Productions uh, will find a lot of my music. I'm on SoundCloud. I'm on every platform. I'm on Spotify. I'm on YouTube. If you go on YouTube, Robin West Music, you'll see some of my shenanigans and clowning around at my live shows. Uh, yes, one of my favorite is Cincinnati. Go and, and watch us with them lollipops. Invite me to your party. I'm coming with the big lollipop. We'll have a lollipop dance contest. Somebody can win some money. All I want to do is see you get sexy with the lollipop. I'm talking about licking lollipops. Lollipops. That's it. I got the candy. I don't know where y'all sometimes can be nasty. Some of y'all be nasty. That song is not nasty. Y'all nasty. <laughs> but anyway, so you know, we like to have fun with the lollipops, and so, but yeah, so Robin West Music, and you can find me on Facebook, Robin Dot West. I am on Facebook. I'm Robin Dot West One. It's another Robin West on there too, and I think she's in music as well. But I am Robin Dot West One. That's how to find me on Facebook and Instagram. I am Robin underscore West underscore Music. But if you just Google. Robin West, you'll see me if you want to know more about my story and my life um, and my son. If you put in Robin West, Trey, D-R-E, Knight, K-N-I-G-H-T, that's my son. So if you put us in together, you'll see my USA Today story, and you'll Mm -hmm. see other news stories and stuff about, you know, other things about me. But definitely all my music is there. It's probably easy to just Google it and then all that stuff will show up, and you can listen to what you like. And thank you, and subscribe to my channels because I'm here. (laughs) 
I am so glad that um, you spent this evening with me and DJ Sean. Um, just speaking to you just, you know, was a pep for my day. I started, you know, the show, and I was saying, oh, gosh, it's hump day. And even DJ Sean said, I've never heard you say that before. And it was, you know, just one of them sluggish days. But I thank you for this interview because uh, you gave me a, you gave me a little pep. Got me peppy up, <laughs> up now. And DJ oh. Sean says he has another song of yours. So we're going to take a moment. We're going to listen to that. And when we come back, we're going to let Robin West send us off. Okay? So DJ Sean, do what you do best, boo. <laughs>
Welcome back to Let's Talk About It. I've been chatting with the great Robin West. I'll be fond of Motivator Man. And this is the Hilltop Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com. And if you just tuning in and you had that last song, the keyboard was crazy. Robin, was that you on the keyboard? Yes, ma'am. What? Yes. Them keys was crazy. I was over <laughs> here jamming. I was so deep into it. I, I heard the last part of it. I said, oh, let me jump back in. I got I to gotta get back on the mic. Yeah, that was smooth. <laughs> That was real smooth. And I'm I'm mimicking a saxophone. That's, uh, I'm playing the piano as if, you know, I'm trying to imagine what, how would I sound if I was playing a saxophone? So, but, you know, the one ironic and the crazy, most amazing thing that's on that record that happened to me in, in my, in my journey, mm-hmm. remember, how did I begin my career in the music business? Remember that story I told you when I was three? What did, what happened to me? Right. You were uh, asked to come on stage. Uh, James Brown said, give me that little girl. Little, come on up here. That's right. So guess what? So on my travels, now, I was living in Florida at the time, but then I had moved to Atlanta to work in this studio project <clears throat> that was going on with some television situations, and we were going to be the music studio. Well... And also uh, was an invited guest there was guess who? James Brown's son, Daryl Brown. That Mm -hmm. is Daryl Brown playing the guitar on Candlelight and Champagne. So my whole look at my Um, life, how at three years old, I met his father. And then in 2000, and I think it was nine, I made, I I, I wrote that record and composed and produced that Candlelight and Champagne in 2009 and I think I met him in 2010 yeah and he got on the record and played the key the guitar and I recorded it and that ended up being the version that I put out yeah and so look at how that happened from three years old with his father and then later in life to put my first that was my first single that produced of me as an artist that I released and look how it came back around where I'm still <laughs> Full circle. The legend. Yeah, full circle. <laughs> when you're when you're living in your purpose, everything comes together. It it all comes together, and that was a full circle moment for you. But candlelight and champagne. I'm thinking that's my favorite right now, Robin. <laughs> I love it too. But 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 my mom. Here's my mom though. This is the funniest thing. So you know. She's like she's not a straight up. My mom used to be a gospel singer, but anyway, she um, when I was singing "Candlelight Stand for the Place," she said, "Well, why do you have candles and and champagne in the rain? <laughs> it's gonna blow rain the candles. That doesn't make sense." I'm like, "Mom, it's metaphoric. It's listen. You don't you don't get it. My songs. I'm talking about two or three different things in one song. Sometimes, song, yeah. Buff your head has several different meanings. Lollipop people just be nasty." But <laughs> Cadillac and Champagne, you you know, it's 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 how you want to look at it. You could be in the house and and the man is throwing money up, he making it rain on you, or he pouring champagne, making it rain. I'm leaving all that to however you want to work that. <laughs> okay, because I know so I about, saw that you know? just sitting there, you know, a nice Saturday night. You got candlelight, champagne. It's yeah. raining outside, yeah, and you're just enjoying each other's company. You know. 
Uh, I think we've gotten so far away from enjoying each other's company. It has to be one thing or the other. It just can't be, you know, we can eat, we can sit, we can chill. You know, there's so many things we can do do to get to know each other or just to strengthen our, our bond as a couple, you know. Yes. Yeah, like you said in the beginning of our conversation, you know, that's what's lacking, you know, in a lot of, you know, young people, especially, you know, because it's a very different society out here now than it was when we were, I know definitely when I was, you know, at that age and coming up, it was a whole different society. It was a whole different way of life. It was just everything uh, different. It, it was. My mother and I was having And the a music house. was the background. The music was the background to of our everything. life. You go back right. Look that at Cooley High. Yeah. Oh, look at the movie Cooley High. Look at that music yes. in Cooley High. Look, that, yes. that's like we came up in the Cooley High days. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The cornbread Earl and me. Uh, you know, uh, with me it would have been um, Donny Hathaway, and oh, you know, there's oh. a good music. Curtis, you know, Mayfield. That people then they they cared. They was deep into that. You know, their sound. And it, it was yes. just, you know what I'm saying? And then the bands, remember the bands. You had Earth, Wind, and Fire. We had we oh. had big bands back yes. in the day. Cameo. Cameo. Oh, my goodness. SOS. Oh my I mean. Yes. <laughs> it was um, a different. Average big, white different band. World. Shaka and Rufus. Right. Yeah. I'm right the there with band. Band. And I mean, you know, we yes. had bands. We had sun. We had. Um, for the people that made uh, mind blowing, oh my gosh, I love. I remember all of them were the days right. we, we knew mind love blowing. in those days. We had Just Robert Winter. Oh yes, yes, yes. Okay. We had and we had I'm yes. your magic man. Yes. We, we, it would cost a quarter to get in that basement party, baby. We, yes. we need we gonna need twenty five cents to get on down here in this basement where these red lights at, and going over there with a the blue one that if you ain't about nothing, but over here with these red lights at. Didn't we call it Slow Dragon? Yes, we did. We are the now, same age, Remember that? Yes. Who, who slow drags now? Nobody. Nobody. They don't even know how to slow dance. They don't even know how to slow dance. Are you kidding me? Everybody A drag? Oh. Got the house. Everybody oh. was at that party. Slow Dragon, baby. Write that down and study it, everybody. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Google it. Back uh-huh. in the day. That's how you first started courting, you know. That's right. You went to the party, and that's when you met your little your man, or met your little girlfriend. You had a little crush on whatever. You see him in school every day. Now here's your opportunity. I got to write a song yep. about that, girl. Could you please? <laughs> could you please take take us back to where you know the real intimacy was? You know that yeah. was your first dance. That's why we can't get along now because we did those kind of things, you know. But everything is designed. You know, sometimes things are designed for a downfall of a powerful people. You have to be woke and you have to understand, you know, keywords and stuff, you know, and you have to be enlightening yourself mm-hmm. because sometimes it's all by design, but the design hadn't infiltrated the way it has now. But we were still, you know, in, in, you know, in some kind of time where we could enjoy that experience. But in those days, we had love. It was, you know, life was more lovely. We helped each other. You know, your neighbors, you would go over to your house if you needed something. If you cut up in school on your way home, you you might get a whooping when you get home, but you probably get one before you even get there because it's already the news is out. The whole community is on you. You're down there. You're not in school. Right. 
And so on your mm-hmm. way home, Miss Sally going to tear your butt up. And you get home, you know Grandma waiting on you. And see, all that's missing mm-hmm. right now. And that's why we're where we are right now. Yeah, I, t- I tell see, you. We had love, lots of love. You was hungry, you could come over to the house and get something to eat. If you were tired and you were traveling, you didn't stay in no hotel. You stayed over here at the house because we ain't going to stay in the hotel anyway. Them people didn't want you in their hotel. They didn't want you in their restaurants either. So back then, we were able to rely and depend on each other. And then they destroyed that too, didn't they? Because, you know, divided, we can't stand for nothing. And so it's the design. And so we keep getting further and further and further away from it. And that's where we are right now. Well, Robin West is bringing back romance, y'all. I'm telling you, her music, she's bringing back romance. You're going to be able to have candlelight and champagne when it's raining outside <laughs> and have a conversation with old boy, okay? Yeah. She's bringing, she bringing back slow dancing in the corner. Now, we may not bring back them red lights, but she's bringing back <laughs> slow dancing in the corner. That's what she's doing. That's right. Mm-hmm. We're going to have some old-fashioned parties. You know what it is? We're going to have to get people of a certain age because these young folks won't do it. But you get some people of a certain age that remember them basement parties and them, uh, them rent parties back in the day. That's right. Mm-hmm. You paid $5, and you got two chicken wings and some macaroni salad and uh, some cornbread. And some brown liquor for five dollars. Don't you worry. Don't wait, 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 wait. Don't you forget that that bologna sandwich to go now. Don't forget now. Oh yeah, that's get right. That sandwich. That's right. You can get that on the way out. That was the extra dollar fifty. And the so by time, yeah. that's yeah. right. By time that party ended, you had rent money and light money. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh no, well, yes, yeah, don't touch the table now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. Uh, to, Tip, tip, tip the girl at the door on the way out because she was the one pouring the drink. That's right. Yes. yes. Wait a minute. Days. DJ Sean, do I hear the SOS band in the background? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> we we need you to play that, and then we coming back, and we're going to end the show with Robin. But can you bring <laughs> that song so everybody listening that's under a certain age can understand what we was just talking about.
Oh, don't hurt me so bad, DJ Sean. Jesus. Lord. Uh-oh, uh-oh, is that Robin West singing to the phone? He's singing with us. It's 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm just getting in. I knock on the door. A boy sleeps sweet and low, says. Who is it? She opens up the door. Tune in to hear them. What time yeah. tomorrow, DJ Sean? 
p.m. Okay, I will stay up just for you because that's oh, going to wow. be good. That's going to be good. Um, I want to. I'm going to advertise that on my page too because um, these guys have stood the test of time. The test of yes, time. Yeah. You know, I'm so glad to coming on your show. I'm going to send you the remix I did <laughs> of that. That I, I'm going to send you the remix. You're going to like it. <laughs> All right. See, a woman that knows an opportunity, she said, oh, mm-hmm, I got a remix of that song. Let me shoot that I over do. to you so you can shoot it over to them. Go ahead. I do. Listen. I do. I, I got to oh, tell it's you. It's rocking. I, I got to tell you. the first part. Yeah, it's rocking. I got to tell you, Robin. Wendy Williams used to say this, but you are my girl in my head. Yes. <laughs> what? I have so yeah. much fun talking to you tonight. I have a new <laughs> genre of music to add to my playlist. Um, yeah. you, just, you just perked me up for the evening. And thank you, thank you so much. You guys listening, make sure you go check out her music. Now, bump your head. Think about me. <laughs> A candlelight, yeah. a champagne, you know, yes. get your significant other. Y'all sit down in the living room and just get you some whatever you drink. Light some yes. candles, cross your legs, and have a conversation. Yes. And if you ain't talking, just sit there in silence, but just be together. Good God Almighty. And That's for right. all And for all these single people, because DJ Sean is in what, 115 countries? Every United States. So there are single people all over the place. Why are we still single if there's so many single people? Y'all better get it together now, doggone it, and get it together <laughs> with Robin West music. Let her bring, let her bring y'all together. So I always like to end my show with an up note, and I did it with Robin. Thank you once again. Um, I can't wait to meet you in person. Uh, so we can we can chit chat, hopefully do some stuff together. But everybody, listen, it is great to be alive and it's great to be in love. So make sure you do the both both of them the best you can. And until next time, it's been Yvonne, the Motivator Man, from Let's Talk About It on the Hilltop Radio Show on BlogTalkRadio.com. Good night, everybody. Good night. God bless you all. Don't do me no favors. Still,
Brush your shoulders off. Do you feel? You can do this by yourself. What's love? Got to do with it. What's love? Got to do with it. A new year. A new life. Celebrate that everything's all right. What's love? Got to do with it. What's love? Got to do with it. I'm just putting out on my mind. Baby, I'm burning your time. I'm arguing cuts to my spine.